0: Hello friends, Sagan here, welcome back to the behind the scenes audio tour of my journey with writing and publishing books. So since I participated in Camp NaNoWriMo for the month of April, I wanted to share my experiences with it and the writing progress I was able to make as a result of it. Now first of all, what is Camp NanoRIMO? It's an offshoot of the regular NanoRIMO or National Novel Writing Month, that happens each November. National Novel Writing Month is a writing challenge to write a 50,000 word novel over the course of the month. So the camp version of NanoRiMo happens every April, April and July, uh, and it describes itself as a virtual writer's retreat designed for maximum flexibility and creativity. Basically, you get the chance to set your own word count, and you can write any kind of book, fiction or nonfiction. It's a good opportunity for new writers who want to start a little smaller than with the 50,000-word goal of NaNoWriMo, um, or for anyone who just wants a little bit more flexibility with that writing challenge. The other nice thing about the camp version is that you get assigned a cabin of other writers, so you can chat with about a dozen or so other people about your writing progress throughout the month. I actually made a writer friend in camp several years back who I still follow on Instagram to this day. So that's just a little bit of background into what Camp NaNoWriMo is all about, which is what I was participating in um, for the month of April. Now I went into this Uh, this month's Camp NaNoWriMo, with the rather ambitious goal of writing the first drafts of both books four and five in the Polyamorous Passion series over the course of this 30-day writing challenge. So this meant that I needed to write about 1,500 words a day if I wanted each novella to be the usual length of just over 20,000 words each. But I also had to keep in mind that my spouse was coming home from fieldwork in the middle of the month. So, he works out of town for two weeks at a time, and then he comes home for the week in between before leaving again. That's his schedule year round. He he works out of the province for two weeks. He's home for a week, and then he goes back out to the field. So, whenever he's home, um, I take those days off. I work from home full time, so I can create my own schedule. And it's really nice whenever he's home from work that I can also take the time off and spend it with him. Um, and not not have to do any type of work for clients or anything like that in my business and so it was interesting because this particular stretch when he would be home from field work right it was right in the middle of April Um, and I thought that that would be the perfect time to take a pause between the two books. So that led to my Camp NaNoWriMo plan, which was to write book four from April 1st to 11th, and then take that break um, in between while my spouse was home, and then be able to write book five from April 17th to 30th. By my calculations, that meant that I would be writing about a chapter each day. So the weekend before Camp NaNoWriMo started, I organized chapter outlines for each of the books with three bullet points of actions that would happen in each chapter. So I knew how these books would actually be laid out. I also had about four pages of notes and scenes written between the two books, um, which I jotted down in the weeks previous whenever an idea happened to come to mind. So now that I had a chapter outline, um, knowing how the book was going to go, I was able to organize all of those scenes and notes by chapter so that, I didn't, so that I wouldn't have to scroll through them and look for new ideas while I was in the middle of the writing progress. I would just be able to refer to that document of notes and scenes and check whether it already written any scene or note for that particular chapter that I was working on at that particular time. So that worked really well as a way to prepare a very strong foundation for my Camp NaNoWriMo experience and as a result, I felt confident and super excited to get started on April 1st. You know, I knew that I had my entire chapter outline done, I knew what three things would be happening in each chapter, and I also had it all organized for knowing what scenes were going to be coming up for each of those chapters in that separate sort of document. I really wanted to set myself up for success with Camp NaNoWriMo, so what I decided to do is to write that first chapter of book four first thing in the morning right on on that first day. And it went so well. (laughs) Um, And at that point, I knew that I wanted to spend the rest of the month going through my book like that, getting that daily word count done right at the start of the day before doing anything else for my business my most creative times of the day tend to be early in the morning and also in the evening. So knowing that I had other work to get done for my freelance clients in the afternoon, I came up with this idea that perhaps in addition to writing the first draft of each chapter first thing in the morning, I could spend the evening then reading over what I'd written that day, um, doing a quick review of it so that it would be fresh in my mind the following morning. So it was interesting because I was kind of editing as I was going along, right, I would write the book first thing in the morning, or uh, write the chapter first thing in the morning, and then in the evening, reread the chapter, maybe add some pieces to it, um, and do a few edits as I went. So this method of writing first thing in the morning and then rereading it and doing a few edits in the evening worked really well for me for the first five days or so. I finished the first half of book four. I was feeling really good about it. Um, I I was very pleased with the direction it was taking in. I felt like it was a very strong first draft. So I was feeling good for those first five days. But I definitely found that over the next couple of days when I started doing other things first thing in the morning and I didn't get around to writing until after an hour or two had passed, it was significantly harder for me to focus and get the words on the page. I thought that this was really interesting because it goes back to what we recently talked about here on The Secret Podcast uh, regarding discipline and procrastination. So this was a good opportunity for me to take a step back and look at, okay, why am I procrastinating on starting the day? What's going on here? Why am I putting off doing my writing for the day? When I asked myself that, it came down to two issues first I was feeling a little guilty that I was spending so much time on writing. It was taking me about three hours each day uh, to do the writes the to do like to write it and then do the revisions and editing each chapter in the evening. So that's a lot of time and energy away from other aspects of my business and personal life. If I spent an hour or two in the morning and then another hour or two in the evening working on each chapter. Second, I was starting to get scared about what would happen if I hit a writing slump. slump. So I was nervous that I would get to the point where my characters wouldn't have anything to say. Of course, the ironic part here is that my fear of this was making it my reality. That's one of the biggest problems with fear, and it's also why fear is such a legitimate issue that we need to address, whether it's holding us back in life or in business. Fear doesn't have to control us, and we can get past it, but only when we take it seriously as a very real obstacle to overcome. So when I figured these two things out, it gave me a chance to remind myself of a few things. First, that I had nothing to feel guilty about, and that my books can and should be a priority. They aren't going to be the number one priority all the time, but for the month of April, they needed to be up there as my top priority if I wanted to succeed with Camp NaNoWriMo. And I also had to remember that in choosing to make it a priority now, I was making room for other things in the future. I would be freeing up some of my future time and energy to do non-book related activities. Besides that, I also looked at my schedule and worked in a plan for doing other things so that nothing slipped through the cracks with my business. So doing these things really helped to relieve that guilt. Getting past the fear was really about reminding myself that this first draft doesn't need to be perfect, and also trusting myself that the writing will come. That if I sit down and hang out with my characters, if I give them the time and energy and attention they need, then they will show me the direction they want to go in. Both removing that pressure to be perfect, which we've talked about on here before, and also trusting that you have it in you to do this is such a big part of overcoming fear. I managed to finish book four within the first 10 days of the month, which was incredible. I was super happy with the results of the first draft and felt like it was very strong and it was over 23,000 words, which I'm pretty sure is a record for me to write within a 10 day time span. But then I took about a week off of writing, right? While my spouse was home, um, before starting on book five and it was tough. It was so much harder to get into book five compared to writing book four, and I realized that there were a few reasons for this. So first of all, although I had a chapter outline for book five, I hadn't fleshed out that chapter outline as much as I had for the the one for book four. So with, with book four, I had been mulling ideas over in my head for days beforehand so that when I sat down to write, it was so much easier to just do it, to just dive right in. Second, because I had spent that time thinking about book four before writing that first page, I've written various scenes and snippets ahead of time, um, as I mentioned earlier, and I didn't have quite that same backlog of scenes and dialogue written in advance for book five, so it felt more daunting. Third, I was still too excited about book four. It was distracting me because I wanted to get back to it. I was so excited about how much I loved book four like the writing of it and the the rewriting and the um just like the finished product I was so excited about it that I just wanted to keep working on it and just like fine tune and make it really as good as it could be and that was just distracting me so much from being able to make much progress with book five so I managed to muddle through that first chapter of book five and get it done but I wasn't super happy with it so the next day I decided to focus on what did make me happy which was going back to book four and dealing with rewrites and edits. A few days later, I returned to book five and I started writing chapter two. So at this point, you know, I was I was really pleased with book four. And so I felt like I was in a much better place to start focusing on book five again. And so I started writing chapter two, and this was really a turning point for me because in that chapter, I fleshed out more ideas of what I wanted from book five. The writing came along really smoothly and seamlessly the way that it had before with the previous book. And this enabled me to improve on my book five synopsis. And it was at this point that I realized I didn't want to necessarily write book five as part of April's Camp NaNoWriMo. I hadn't realized it before, but my real goal of wanting to write both books for Camp NaNoWriMo was so that I would have a strong idea of where this next trilogy within the Polyamorous Passion series was going. So I always like to include a coming coming soon section at the back of each book, kind of like as a marketing tool for the next book in the series. Um, So once I had that figured out, you know, once I had really fleshed out what that synopsis would look like for book five, I felt like I could let go of the writing of the book, you know? So once I knew what direction it was going in, I could really write a stronger blurb for book five and then add that to the back of book four. And then I just felt like in such a better space once I did that. And so I refocused my attention back on book four, you know, now that I had this synopsis for book five, I felt good about it. I decided to completely change my, my direction of Camp NaNoWriMo and just dive super deep into book four. I completed the edits. I submitted book four to my designer for, for print formatting. Um, I finalized the cover designs for books four, five, and six, um, since they're all following the same main character. So they kind of need to be cohesive. Um, And I'm I'm honestly just so happy with those covers. As an aside, I will share the Book 4 cover design below this audio recording so you can check it out for yourself. Um, And definitely stay tuned for the other cover reveals in the coming months. I'm so, so happy with them. Um, And further to that, as a continued aside, um, if you would like to read the first chapter of Book 4, it's now available in the free chapters section of this audio journal. I'm really pleased with it and I would love to hear what you think of it. So getting back to Camp NaNoWriMo, you know, all in all, it turned out to be much different than I had planned, but I still think that it was a complete success for me. So I did change my focus during the month, um, so I was able to make Book 4 really the best in the series so far. And the other thing that I was able to do with Camp NaNoWriMo is have a really great direction for moving forward with book five, and it also gave me this um, new understanding of what I personally need when I'm writing books. So it's not so much that I need to write the next book in the, in the series, you know, before I pro- the, published the previous one, which was kind of my concept around doing Camp NaNoWriMo with two books, but rather it's really just about having a stronger idea of what the next book in the series will look like so that I can add that coming soon section to the back of, of the previous book um, and just have that nice um, cohesive smooth transition from from one book to the next. So for me, that's kind of the really important thing is just knowing what I will be doing with the next book, what it's going to be looking like. So I encourage you to do this same sort of thing um, when it comes to this concept of changing your direction with things, of, of going in a different path, okay? Whether you are writing books, whether you're working on different part of your business, um, whether you're trying to get focused in any aspect of your life, really tune in to what you want. You might discover as you go along that what you want is different than what you expected and that you need to change, change how you are going to do things. So don't be afraid to shift direction as you go along, you know, make sure that you are honoring your own wants and needs and recognizing that what you want or what you need might change with time. It it will change with time. Basically, trust that you know what's best for yourself. Be willing to accept a change in direction because it might be even better than your initial plan. Now, I would love to hear from you as well. Have you ever participated in a writing challenge like Camp NaNoWriMo? Um, what are your most creative times of day and do you work your schedule around those times? And also, what do you do when you find yourself wanting to focus on something different than you expected? Feel free to email hello at saganmorrow.com or connect with me at Sagan lives on Twitter and, and Instagram to chat about it. Thanks so much, and I will see you in the next audio recording.